Well, we are well into the second half of the season, and I think it's pretty safe to say the Lakers have definitely underperformed this season so far. They are currently 22-23, and 8th place in the Western Conference. But what are some things that they can do to improve? Tonight, we're going to be breaking down our five things the Los Angeles Lakers can do to improve for the rest of the season. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand Podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, listen, we are uh, well past the halfway mark of the season. Lakers have definitely underperformed. Um, A lot of that, of course, is due to outside forces that they could not control, but a lot of it is due to things that they can control. Yeah, Hannah, I mean, we have poor roster construction. I think everybody acknowledges that now. This team was just not intelligently put together. They are what they are. As someone once said, you know, you are what your record says you are. The Lakers are an average team. But what can we do to try to make the most out of the second half of the season, Hannah? You've got some ideas. I've got some ideas. Yeah, we each have two things that we believe the Lakers can do to hopefully turn things around for the rest of the season. And then we have one thing that we came up with uh, collectively. So we're going to have five topics here. You know, Dad, you're my co-host. Let's see what you have to say. Uh, What is your first thing that you think the Lakers can do to maybe improve here? Well, I don't know about improving, Hannah, but I think the smart thing to do the second half of the season is to emphasize the play of the young performers on this team. I'm talking about the guys who are under 26 years old. We don't quite know what we have in them yet, but I want to find out what we have in them, and I think it would be criminal to go through the rest of the season without giving them a big chance. And by the way, they're playing better than the veterans now anyway. I'm talking about guys like Malik Monk. I'm talking about THT, who's starting to look a lot better. I'm talking about Austin Reeves. I'm talking about Stanley Johnson, who's been very impressive to me. Uh, If Kendrick Nunn ever comes back, he would be in that group. I want these guys to get 25 minutes apiece for the rest of the season. Uh, I want to see what they can do. Uh, I want to see if they can bring some spirit and and, a winning attitude. You know, I agree with that because I feel like whenever we have made our runs or we've been playing our most exciting basketball, we've won our basketball games, it's because, you know, the young guys have really been the superstars, have really shined. We saw, um, you know, in our big win against the Utah Jazz, Stanley Johnson was our main man. You know, THT was playing well. We've seen some really nice games from Austin Reeves. You know, I really like that point, and I completely agree with you. Kind of leading off of that, you know, my – First, I think thing that Lakers can do to uh, improve what something that I think would be very beneficial for them and smart of them is to play Malik Monk way more minutes than he's playing. And if I were the coach, I would actually start Malik Monk. You know, right now, uh, Monk is playing about 25 minutes a game. I think there is absolutely no way he should be playing anything less than 30. I think he should be playing anywhere from, you know, 35 minutes a night. And I definitely think he should be in the starting lineup. I agree with you, Hannah. It would be criminal for him not to be at least 30 minutes or more every night. He's definitely an exciting player. He's a guy who can really, you know, he plays hard. He plays hard on both ends of the court. I'm not going to say he's a great defender, but he's no better or worse than the other guys on the team. You know, and he's improving, I think. And he's the guy who can create his own shot. He can get to the rim. He's also a good passer. He's shown a really good ability to set other guys up. Malik Monk is important to the future of this team if they can hang on to him. 
I want to give him a chance to thrive the rest of the year. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think one could argue he's been, of course, besides LeBron James, our most consistent player. I mean, there's been many nights where he was our second leading scorer, even a few nights where he was, you know, our first leading scorer. So listen, this is a young kid, like you said, Dad, I love your point there, where he's a guy who we could see on this team for the future, only 23 years old, plays hard on both ends of the floor. And, you know, I think him and LeBron play really well together, which is why I think he would be a great addition to that that starting lineup. But Dad, what is your next point? Hannah, my next point is move the darn basketball. Stop with the one-on-one. Stop with the crazy, you know, mid-court three-point shots. The Lakers don't move the ball like other teams do. They don't seem to have much of a, of a, of a team approach on offense. Other teams run schemes. They, they pass the ball. They move the ball until there's an open player. They do pick and roll. The Lakers just don't seem to do that stuff very much. You know, LeBron comes down, Russ comes down, they dribble, they dribble, they dribble. Maybe there's one pass. They, they just, and when they do pass, it's not, you know, meaningful passing to get somebody open. The Lakers, and especially late in games when they tend to fall apart, they tend to go one-on-one. They tend to take crazy shots, move the ball, and do it for 48 minutes. Yeah, I completely agree with you. You know, there have been so many times in this uh, this season where the Lakers have played really well. Um, and when they're doing that, they're moving the ball, everyone's involved, and then they go through these little spurts of these cold spells. And many times, if you're watching our little, you know, dry spells, it's because we're trying to play too much ISO basketball. We're trying to do too much one-on-one. The passing, the ball movement completely stops. So listen, anytime this Lakers team has, you know, been their best, it's because multiple players are involved. When multiple players are involved, we're sharing the basketball, we're passing, and that is when the Lakers are playing their their best basketball, and that's when we've been our most successful. So I completely agree with you, Dad. Uh, Another one of my points, and I think you can agree with this as well, is uh, I think we need to play Dwight Howard more minutes, Dad. You know, listen, I know he's not the Dwight Howard that he once was. He's not the most uh, dominant center in the league. But listen, the Lakers are such a small basketball team. We are getting absolutely killed on the boards, absolutely killed defensively. And while DeAndre Jordan definitely, I think, is is done, uh, I think Dwight Howard still has something left in him. He's definitely, like I said, it's not the Dwight Howard he once was, but I think he can definitely contribute at a much higher level, and especially when with Anthony Davis out, I think we got to be playing him, you know, at least 20, 25 minutes a night. Seems like right now we're averaging him, you know, playing around maybe 10, 15 minutes if we're lucky. I think Dwight's got to play more. He puts, he provides a lot of energy, you know, on both ends, but especially on the defensive end. And if we know this Lakers team, we know that our defense has been, you know, something that we have really struggled with, and that is something that I think Dwight can really bring is that defensive toughness and that defensive energy so I don't understand why especially with AD out why he is not playing you know at least 20-25 minutes I completely agree again with you Hannah this small ball nonsense is ridiculous it's fine for a few minutes here and there but to make that your main approach to the game and to think that you can sustain that game in and game out is crazy Dwight Howard has been playing well he may not be the Dwight Howard of a few years ago but you know what he's the only guy who battles for offense offensive rebounds and he's gotten many offensive rebounds when he's played you know he gets his points he gets you know blocks from here and there the guy is still pretty good basketball player but he only plays a few minutes a night I mean what's the point of starting him if you're going to play him like 12 or 13 minutes in the entire game maybe he plays five or six minutes in the first half five or six minutes in the second half especially with Anthony Davis out that's absolutely insane they would be better forgetting about this small ball concept constantly and get Dwight in there and get some shot blocking and some rim protection. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, I just think it's absolutely crazy, especially, like I said, with uh, with Anthony Davis out. Dwight's got to play more. Listen, he's a big. He's still very talented, especially on the defensive end, and this Lakers team needs all the help they, they can possibly get defensively. We are a complete disaster, especially on the boards and especially when you're looking at our rim protection. So Dwight's got to play about 20, 25 minutes. Now, Dad, our fifth and our final point here, we've kind of collectively uh, come to agreement on this. Do you want to talk a little bit about it? Yeah, Hannah, we considered a few different topics. We wanted to come up with one joint topic, you know, uh, and I think what we came up with is don't make any desperation dumb trades, getting rid of more young players, getting rid of the few draft picks we have left in order to, you know, think that you're going to turn this season around by getting some guy who's pretty good but really is not going to be the difference maker. You know, that's what I want them to avoid. I know they're unhappy right now. I know they feel desperate. I know everybody's on is is going crazy and threatening to fire the coach and trade Westbrook and everything. I'm just telling you, don't sacrifice more young players. Don't sacrifice more, you know, draft picks, which are very rare, you know, for for some dream that you're going to bring in some guy midseason that's going to really be a difference maker. Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, there are a lot of names that have been tied to the purple and gold, but none of those guys are going to come in and make us a championship team. I mean, none of those guys are going to be a huge difference maker. Um, so I don't I don't think there's any real reason to make a big trade. I get it. You know, we've underperformed. A lot of guys are, you know, frustrated, stressed. Uh, they think, what can we do to turn things around? They think maybe we got to, you know, get rid of some guys, add in some new guys. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't want to do anything that's that's too rash right now. We've got to keep a level head. We've got to really think about our future because, you know, Dad, like you said, you don't want to trade away our draft picks. We have so many few left. We don't want to just trade away our, our young players, our young assets, because we have so few of those as well. You know, I don't want to see a trade in which Austin Reeves all of a sudden is gone. Even THT, although he drives me a little bit crazy, you know, I think he still is a player that has so much promise. And at the end of the day, the Lakers have so few young players I just don't want to see them do anything too crazy because again there isn't really a guy out there that I think is going to be a difference maker yeah Hannah this is somewhat consistent with the first point that I made that I'd like to see the young guys really getting bigger minutes the rest of the season you know the reality is um you know obviously Kent Bazemore Wayne Ellington DeAndre Jordan those guys have been a profound disappointment this season I mean there's no other way to say it they were being counted on to be starters when the year began and and they ended up playing so poorly they, they're not even in the rotation anymore you know if you can get rid of those guys fine but I doubt there'll be any takers even Carmelo Anthony I understand he's somewhat of a crowd pleaser and he comes in and he makes some baskets but I don't think you can play him more than a few minutes here and there his defense is not good to play him down the stretch is problematic he he, he really shouldn't have been in there, I think, at the end of that Indiana game the other night. So again, emphasize the young guys, and whatever you do, don't trade them for some desperation move at the trade deadline, thinking that it's going to turn this season around. You know, nothing's going to turn this season around. They should they should finish it out with the guys that they have, see what they can do, see what happens when AD comes back. Well, you know, here is the big 
the key to this season and unfortunately just hasn't turned out that way was health. Uh, you know, had this Lakers team really stayed healthy from the get-go, uh, had we been able to all play at full health, full strength, maybe would have been able to gain a little bit of consistency. and Maybe our record in the season would have played out much differently. But at the end of the day, that just unfortunately has not been the case. Of course, that is, you know, we have no control over that. It's very frustrating. It's unfortunate. But at the end of the day, you know, still I think there are some things, even though uh, we are not playing well right now, that we can maybe do that can Hopefully, I don't want to say completely drastically turn this season around because, again, I, I think uh, we're not, I don't think at least we're a championship team, but you just never know, I guess. Crazier things can happen. We could, you know, all of a sudden go on this crazy run, but at the end of the day, I think these are the five things that Laker Dad and I have talked about are some little things that we can do to maybe uh, play better, at least play more exciting, and hopefully win some more basketball games for the rest of the season. Uh, Laker fam, I think that's going to be it for uh, tonight's show, though. I am curious. What are some things that you think the Lakers can do to maybe win some more basketball games here in the second half of the season and just be a more uh, better team and a much more exciting, fun team to watch and a much more competitive team? Let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And, of course, you can also message me on my Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.